You're listening to the Amber Wetterer. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast with myself, Derek. And James. This is episode 52. I'm going to jump straight in here with a topic we were talking about last week, which was the amazing and miraculous... Dis- I'll cut this. Okay, yeah. we'll jump straight in this, this week. We're punching kids. Woohoo! Yeah, no, uh, okay. Start again. Yes, I think so. We'll start this week by jumping in where we left off last week talking about Fast 7. Because as they predicted, it has shot past a billion. Okay. Technically, last week we left off by talking about kids being raped. Yeah, but I figured we'd come in on a little bit of a higher note than that and just, you know, get back to Paul Walker's ghost and the likes. Because, yeah, that last uh, was a little bit somber the way to go out last week. But Fast 7 has done exactly what they said it would do and it has passed a billion. It is the 20th movie in history to pass a billion. That's nice. Can I, on the spot now, challenge you to hazard a guess at the 20, or do you just want to hear the list? Uh, Batman. Which one? The last one. Not Batman and Robin, no? No. Uh, (laughs) Although, if that came out now, it probably would. Everybody loves the Marvel. Okay. Or the DC, or whatever the hell. That is DC. Company that belongs to. Um, Yes. You are right with that one. Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Uh, Iron Man. No. No. Avengers. Yes. Does Harry Potter count as a group? Uh, no, but one of the Harry Potters did make the list. The last one. Uh, I don't know which pecking order. Yeah, I would assume this is possibly the last one. That Deadly Hollows Part yeah. 2. That crappy chick porn film. Did I get that high? I don't know which one you're talking about. Fifty Shades of... Chick porn. Oh, not at all. Not a fucking hope. Do you want this list? Do you want to run down? Yeah, because. Yeah, it seems to be. Oh, Transformers. Lots of Transformers. Yes, believe it or not. A lot of it is. It's exactly. I mean, like, look, it's never going to be the Oscar it's movies. It's not films I'm going to watch. Yeah, it's never the Oscar movies. It, it's it's always the blockbusters. Okay. But, um, Since I can't guess them, you run down them and I'll tell you whether I'll watch them or not. Yes, okay. Well, we will start at the start as you tend to. 1993 is no, they're in order of year, not particularly money made. Uh, 1993 is Jurassic Park. There you go. Um, Faster, must go faster. Again, it's one of those films that I am looking forward to Jurassic World. They're a real guilty pleasure. The first one was an amazing movie, and the second two are very watchable. and I have watched them again and again. Like, you know, anything involving Jeff Goldblum, it's got to be awesome. Yeah, 1997, two people on a boat. There was more than two. Two people floating on a bit of ice. That bird yeah, well, moved over and let Leo up. Yeah, technically. Yeah, actually, did you ever see that on Mythbusters? Yeah. They worked it out and realised that there was plenty of room on that thing that the two yeah. of them could have fit on it. Anyhow, 1999, episode one of a very popular franchise, which is about to make episode seven. Uh, Star Wars. Yes, indeed. The Phantom Menace, believe it or not. I think it was only down to its big absence for so long. And, like, it was the big, yeah. here we are back. Because, I mean, obviously, then once people realized fucking Jar Jar Stop Binks. Stop George Lucas do stuff. Yeah, Jar, you know, Jar Jar Binks was in a. Like, Liam Neeson is running around with a dodgy fucking rat tail, ponytail type yeah. thing going, combo going on. And then they kill off probably the most interesting character they've ever put into a Star Wars movie in the way of Darth Maul. But anyway. Um, Darth Maul dies Jar Jar gets to stay yeah I know for two more movies okay I'll just 2003 we had Lord of the Rings Return of the King 2006 Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest 2008 The Dark Knight 2009 Avatar 2010 we had Toy Story 3 this one is the biggest shocker for me also in 2010 Alice in Wonderland cleared a billion Really? Yeah, I know. I and I mean, my feelings about that film aside, I can't imagine that that film drew that big of an audience. I really, I'm baffled by that one. No. That that's the one off of the whole list that I just can't get my well, head around. That was was that before Johnny Depp became a bad actor? Did people still like? Yeah, him? he was coming off the back of. I mean, there's pirates and all that. Like you know, that sort of way was was hot in '06. I couldn't believe that that was '06 as well. I couldn't believe that that was that long ago. I thought that they ran a bit more recent than that. I know they did, well, back, but... You're going back to when uh, Legoland was in... Yeah, that's true. He was Lord of the Rings in his way yeah. around, and yeah. Um, and I guess, I suppose, if he made Dead Man's Chest in 06, well, realistically, 
Alice in Wonderland was only four years later, so it was probably filmed maybe a year before that, which was 09 and what have you, probably a year of negotiations. But anyway, uh, 2011, Harry Potter, The Deathly Hollows Part 2. Also in 2011, we had Transformers, Dark of the Moon. 2011 also gave us Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which again was absolute dog shit. I had given up at that stage. Yeah, no, I did. I enjoyed the first two yeah, I think it was two. I think Dead Man's Chest was the second. I enjoyed those, the first two. That third one, though, was absolute dog shit. Um, then it brings us up to 2012's Avengers. Also in 2012, it brought us James Bond, 76, uh, Skyfall. 20. That was decent. Uh, I'm not a Bond fan, and it, that film didn't make me any more of a Bond fan. Let's put it that way. Uh, just I don't know I don't it, it just it, it has never bar the old really old kind of Roger Moore Sean Connery ones that are just cheesy and sexist and all like you know there's a bit of nostalgic kind of value on them but as for a franchise no it's never really interested me uh, brings us up to 2012's Dark Knight Rises which again you know a lot of these films I have to say are absolute crap like you know that yes. sort of way um, 2012 also The Hobbit Unexpected Journey this was before everybody realised they had to put up a two more movies of yeah. this crap <laughs> this is the one again not a little bit of a head scratcher um, Iron Man 3 it's off the Avengers yeah, definitely I, not off the Iron Man films no well obviously not because 2 was fucking shite like, yeah. but Iron Man 1 I thought was far superior to both its sequels like that's just me personally again uh, 2013 no shocker here Frozen no. Although maybe well, it, a little yeah, bit of a shock. That did well cinematically. Yeah. No, it didn't. That's actually now that I think of it, yeah, I'm but correct. Does that include the DVDs? I'm not 100 percent sure, to be honest. I think uh, no. As far as I know, this is box office. All right. So again, I'm surprised at that because I remember bringing the girls to see that, and you know they watched it, they enjoyed it, but it wasn't the hit that it is now. Then you know, but anyhow, the. Transformers Age of Extinction would you believe done a billion alright it wasn't nice. that the Marky Mark one yeah yeah and but then people who are going to see a Transformers film they're going to go see a Transformers yeah. film that was number they're, 19 they're, they're no and then sense. fresh in is Furious 7 now right. the 20th movie to make over a billion but here's the kicker if you use inflation that's a totally different list yes I can, I can only give you the top 10 the Wizard. No, believe mm. it or not. Casablanca. No, you're not far off with some of your guesses here, though. As the style of films that made it in there, I'll just give you the quick run rundown. Jaws. Yes. Star Wars. Yes. Indie. No. Back to the Future. No. Gremlins. No, a lot of a lot go forward or back. I mean, you're talking about in the thirties and thirties, uh, fifties, sixties. We'll go with a uh, number one, top of the bill made the most Gone with the Wind 1939's Gone with the Wind made over 3.3 billion right. with inflation second is still Avatar 2009's Avatar 2.78 2 um, billion then 1977's Star Wars made over 2.7 billion 1997's Titanic 2.4 1965's The Sound of Music 2.2 1982's E.T made 2.2 as well 1956 is the 10 commandments made just a smidge over the 2 billion 1965's dr zhivago made just under the 2 billion at 1.988 1975 jaws 1.945 all again just kicking the arse off the 2 billion mark and then uh, the only animated one on here is well besides avatar <laughs> is 1937's snow white and the seven dwarfs one, one and uh, basically one and three quarter billion. Right. That is some serious do re me. It is. By anybody's book. But I just thought, you know, it's funny how that list changed, but still, yeah, it is. two movies stood true on it, like being Avatar and, um, and is Titanic. Sorry. Modern films making a billion now because it's so expensive to go to the cinema. Like you knocked that back to well, 93's no, prices. But apparently, that's what I'm saying. Apparently, the, I, I again, I'm only... I just pulled these lists off the internet. But this is with inflation. So I have to assume that that takes in everything from how much they spent on the film, how much the film made versus how much was a cinema ticket or whatever. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it just takes in what it made and then inflates it to today's yes. rate. 
Yeah, so there could be an element of truth in that, which means that like if you look at Gone with the Wind being three billion, just over three billion and three point three billion. I mean, is that actually more like about a fucking six or eight million or billion, excuse me, uh, movie yeah. because of ticket prices like, back then? Is Jurassic Park? Does that get inflated? Was that far enough back? Uh, that's ninety three, and it didn't make it. Again, I didn't bother to write down. I should have probably should have. I didn't bother to write down what the top twenty made over the billion, but yes. that was at their initial release. So that's without. So I have to assume this list was fairly recent. Um, so I have to assume that it's uh, that's just basically box office. But yeah, I just thought it was odd because um, it's uh, it's the twentieth movie. Like I said, twentieth movie to pass a billion, um, and it's actually the fastest one to do it was Furious 7. Right. Uh, it's done it in 15 days. Avengers, Avatar, and Harry Potter all done it in 19 days, which was the, the record. But Fast 7 is that they're doing it. Or Furious. Is it Fast 7 or Furious 7? Depends what part of the world you okay, live in. Well, it's the Fast and the Furious 7, we yes. call it, just to cover all bases. 15 days to make over a billion. Not a bad return on your money, is it? No. Unfortunately. Yeah, because it just means we're going to see more. Yeah. We're going to see spin-offs. You know... I can nearly even see that eventually going to TV or something like that. You know what I mean? Just becoming some crappy weekly show. Dude, boys, turn the down. The so fast. Yeah, the basically. Fast yeah, work, work, work in fucking Hazard County. It'll work in fucking LA or whatever the hell these films were set. Or I think it was LA originally, wasn't it? Yeah. The whole racing scene. But it yeah, it just, it just goes to show um, proves that people will pay for your you know, big budget fantasy type movies. Yeah. Which you seem to have a bee in your bonnet about. I, I watched uh, the first three Fast Furious films right. over the last while. They're not good. No, I can't imagine they are because uh, I know I, I, I know I've definitely seen one, I've possibly seen two, and I've definitely seen five. But I did rewatch five there a good few months back. And whatever bit of enjoyment I got out of it the first time that I actually came away from it kind of going oh that's not bad I think it was when Fast 6 was coming out or something I said oh must give that a watch again and I watched it again and I did I did. I, I kind of went nah this is crap like yeah. you know what I mean like nothing in the film made any fucking sense whatsoever I mean there's no brainer movies and then there's Diaz yeah number 3 uh, not Paul Walker or Vin Diesel yeah they ditched the whole cast yeah. didn't they they've distilled he's 17 he gets into a uh, race in Texas or wherever the hell he is. Okay. And Wasn't three Tokyo Drift? Yes. Okay. We're getting to Tokyo. Ah, right. And That's a start in Texas. Yeah. And because he's not the rich kid, the he he beat the rich kid on his fast car. He's been sent to jail or Japan. <laughs> okay. Because obviously they're the options yeah. put forward by a car. His, his dad lives in Japan, so he's right, been he sent. Right, he just cheese it to Japan. Yeah. Probably no extradition or some Something shit like, like that. that. He's been sent there. He ends up uh, racing there but they race sideways in car parks in Japan they don't race on the oh, ground so going straight the whole Tokyo yeah. drift they're drifting yeah and he's yeah. 17 he ends up racing these dudes hangs out with uh, whatever they are <laughs> yeah hangs out with Vin Diesel's mate and his tough guy uh, buddy who's dating the chick from the school so right. it's going to be I suppose, it's in, I suppose it's in Japan there's going to be a lot of schoolgirls knickers and yeah. uniforms and all going on so. yeah but the Japanese schoolgirl she's not from Japan she's Australian because you can't have the white guy falling in love with a Japanese girl yeah, well, because nobody finds a Japanese girl attractive bar Japanese guys yeah. <laughs> that sort of way and, and, well, and, that's and grand. Once, once they leave the school uniform nobody does yeah, well, yeah once that's grand for there <laughs> over there but like you know what I mean it's like I think I could honestly say I mean, and again, I'm going to generalise here now and just throw them all into Asian as opposed to trying to figure out who's Japanese, Chinese, touch your knees, what are these, and all this sort of crack. But um, I could probably say only once I remember seeing, well, I'm going to assume it was a Chinese because I was in a Chinese restaurant. So I'm going to assume she was a Chinese girl. It was in Sp a Chinese restaurant in Spain. That was, she was a good looking girl. You know, mm. you looked at you kind of went, fucking hell, she's good looking. But, you know... It's weird, like, you wonder are we as repulsive to them as they are to us, like, you know, that sort of thing. Like, we're repulsive to everybody. Uh, well, like, yeah, again, except to each other, I suppose, but, no, yeah, I wonder, is that a thing, like, you know what I mean? Jeez, fucking Hitler would be proud of me with this speech, like, yes. but, no, but it is, uh, you know, and it's the same with even, you know, but not, not nearly to the same degree, but it's rare that I would see a coloured girl 
and looking kind of go, yeah, she's all right looking. You know that sort of way. And I don't know, is it just what you're used to or is it just that you actually don't find them attractive? Is it that basic or? Uh, both, yeah. I think. A bit of, little bit of column yeah. A, a little bit of column B. Fair enough. I think we've offended enough people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, speaking of blockbusters and big movies that you generally need a bit of convincing to go see. Well, I didn't used to, but I do now. Just getting tired? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just that I've been a comic book fan for so long and finally the effects have caught up with what we need to see them do on the big screen and all that. Like, I will welcome all and any, you know, under the comic book banner, but you don't. Catwoman. Yeah, look, Electra. I, this is the thing. I mean, I did say last week when we nearly kind of got into it and then held off. I cannot stand by every comic book movie ever made. I will admit and put my hands up and say, Electra, Catwoman. Both of the Ghost Riders, both of the Fantastic Four. The fourth one was a little bit more fun, but still the not lantern, great. The Hornet, the Green Lantern, Green uh, Hornet. Yeah, Lantern, Hornet. Okay, look, yeah, the list does go on a little bit. The, li- the list is very, very even. Yeah, it, it's definitely, but I, I put a lot of that down to, again, that's like, because you, you were talking about a specific kind of genre, if you will. Not all dramas are good. Not all comedies are good, as we found out the hard way this week. Yeah, but people don't bang on about you have to see every drama this is going to be the best film ever but they do about comic films uh, that is true but I think that's just anticipation of what it could be as opposed to because like you know when you see a comedy coming out it could be crap it could be good it might not be you're not arguing comedies I don't watch comedies I don't like comedies okay dramas even like, you know even say dramas or thrillers like just because a, fi- a film is a drama doesn't mean you're going to sit down and watch it and kind of go, wow, yeah, I really felt the fucking misery that this film was trying to bestow upon me and all this sort of crack. But I think it's the same for comic book movies. For me, it's the um, it's the anticipation. Like, there's, it has been leaked online there today. They're not sure if it's a hoax. They said it's a really good hoax if it is. If not, it's legit. But um, the post credit sequence for Avengers, because of this, um, you know, or do you know, about the deal that, Marvel brokered with Sony for Spider-Man. Yes. Okay. Well, so they're sharing I know, Spider-Man. but I didn't care. Okay. But basically, yeah, you see, but every comic book fucking geek on the planet just fucking jizzed himself a little when they heard that Spider-Man could potentially now be an Avenger. But anyway, what happens is they're going to share Spider-Man, but supposedly at the end of Avengers, there's a scene looking out of a window of a high-rise, a guy cleaning the windows like on one of those platform things. Over his shoulder, you can see the Avengers building, and then there's another building closer to you over his other shoulder and Spider-Man swings in lands gives a little quip of you missed the spot and then fucks off again yeah. which again like every fanboy in the world is just gonna lose their fucking shit when they see that because it's the anticipation of what's coming because you know you've read the stories you've read you know so many books and all that you know you're so invested in it and you've loved all of this and it's the, I think it's the potential and on top of that yeah. every fanboy how many is that? 100,000 people Oh, and the rest. Millions. No. The buy, buy comics. Not, no. It is. These, these comics that don't sell that many. Oh, they compared to the amount of people who watch these films. Oh, no, because... There, that's there because is. of that child-friendly factor where they, they suck you in and, you know, you've got your Lego games, like, you know, on the, on, on the computer. You've got your Lego fucking Avengers and Lego Star Wars and all this sort of crack. And then you've got all the, the tie lines that inevitably go with it. You know what I mean? Which are generally shite. Like, I mean, I yes. don't... I mean, you know, I'm a big Hulk fan, big Hulk collector. I have a massive collection of Hulk stuff. But I don't touch movie-based merchandise because it's just shite. Churned out just because of a movie. It's pure crap. But that's what that's another percentage of that audience. Now, and I think then... I think it boils down to pure escapism. These movies... And well, this is from my point of view. These movies offer escapism that your average Oscar-y type drama or thriller don't. Like, I don't... And this is one of my things with those type of movies. I don't want to sit down and watch an hour and a half or two hours of somebody else's plight or misery. You know, I don't know. To me, that's... I don't I don't come away from that kind of going, yeah, that that was worth my time. Like, that... that I, 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 You know, you nearly feel worse after watching. You don't... You definitely don't feel any better after watching it. You don't come away from it kind of going, yeah, I'm all chipper and fucking happy do that. You know, that sort of way. It's like, you know, think about when you, when you were a kid and you watched movies, right? So you watched The Cratty Kid or something like that. 
you know, the good guy won. He fucking done his thing and all. And tell me you didn't go out on the fucking street throwing cratty kicks and trying to run up fucking walls and pulling this, this well, crane right stance. I didn't wash the car. You didn't, your bollocks. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe Mr. Miyagi style. But that's what I'm saying. The same way, like, you know, it, it just, it offers, like I say, that kind of feel-good factor. It boosts your, your confidence and your ego. You kind of, you come out of that cinema taking a broader step kind of going fucking hell yeah that was great like and it, it feels really good and then it also has the thing where it's the simplicity of the movies there's always a very clear right and wrong in them you know that sort of way and life is very rarely that clear there's so many grey areas in life that to be offered that option of here's the bad guy here's the good guy watch them fucking go at it the good guy's inevitably going to win and you feel fucking great about it no I don't but you should well, we shouldn't, because I spent the last 40 minutes watching a battle of CGI that could have been in the last film, could be in the next film. Who cares? It's just a bunch of crap flying around the screen. But you, you see, know, I think... No, like the, and you know who's going to win. Yeah, but that's the simplicity of it, you see, because, again, it's controlled stress. I mean, you take, for instance, why do people get on roller coasters? It's for that, that distress level, the adrenaline, but you know it's controlled. Behind it all, it's safe. And it's the same with these films. Like, no matter what happens in them, no matter what sort of peril Captain America is in or whatever, like you said, you know he's not going to die. You know, that's all, you know something's going to happen. You know he's getting out of there. Like fucking Nick Fury, the Nick Fury car chase in The Winter Soldier. Brilliant car chase. But like that, you knew he was getting away from it. Like, you know, that sort of, he wasn't, that wasn't going to be the demise of Nick Fury. Like, and that's the thing. It offers that, that kind of safety net of here's right, here's wrong. Here's all the action you can handle and couldn't possibly handle if it was in a real scenario. But it's all controlled and safe. That, and that's... And anything that can happen in a film should be allowed to happen. Like, you know who's going to win. You know you're going to send leather boobs off to find the Hulk. She's going to come back. He's going to be the Hulk. Yeah, but you, but isn't that... Batman's a, going to win. Yeah, but Batman isn't that is not any, going to kill himself. But isn't that any drama, like, as well, like that, you know, whether it be a courtroom drama or something like that? Like, you, you ultimately, before the court case is finished, will know, you know, you, you know, like, whether it's, you know, I mean, I, I don't watch too many films, I haven't got anything to draw on here for, I don't know, like, fucking, um, like, the, the, what was it, The Devil's Advocate. Like, at any, at any point, did you that's, not think Keanu Reeves was coming out the end of that? That's, you might as well add that as a superhero no, film. No, not at all. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> the devil. Okay, so you want <laughs> fact-based fucking films, yeah? No, I just don't want superhero films. I don't know. I mean, it's just... But they're, they're all the same. Exactly the same. Follow the exact same plots. It's like a basic wrestling match. They explain stuff. But how many millions of wrestling fans are there out there? Not as tune many as they used to be. Not as many as they used to be, granted. But they tune in every week. They go yeah. to these shows, sell out on massive numbers, buy merchandise through their ass. And sometimes the heel wins. Sometimes he does. Yeah. But look at Loki. Perfect example. They gave you a heel you could root for. Yeah, but that they never actually, let him win. Well, he didn't. He did. He, he was sitting I, on the throne of Asgard by the end of the Dark World. Albeit in the disguise of yeah. Odin, but he was. He technically that's a win. Like at the end of uh, the Star Wars, the second Star Wars film, Luke has no hand. Second, okay, old, so yeah. fifth. So the three don't count. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Luke has no hand. Just found out his dad's really Vader. Yeah. Hands riding the sister that he wants to ride. Yes. <laughs> Not about stuck that. in carbonite. Yeah. With the Empire taking over everything. But that was already. Part, like that that was no different than fucking might as well talk about the middle of a twilight or hunger games movie because they knew that wasn't the end not in star wars they didn't the fans didn't like in well, twilight yeah, and yeah and suppose those things, I, I you have the books i would argue exactly it's simpler times as well like and there was, there was no book telling you what happened yeah there was no book there was no interweb spoiling it like yeah. you know that's all so yeah i would argue that yeah it, at the time that 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 point stands true but by today's standards not really because we know like mm. that the, the Empire was never winning league you know so when uh, Spider-Man are they going to explain him again no are you sure positive I'm not sure exactly how, how Spider-Man became Spider-Man I haven't seen this three times yeah. in the last ten no, years no funny enough funny you should say that because um, they have actually just they've clarified a few points on the next Spider-Man there was a lot of talk of it being Miles Morales which is basically another incarnation of Spider-Man uh, young black lad 
um, potentially gay. The world gay. will never accept a gay black man potentially as Spider-Man. Gay. I was just going to say, that, yeah, poten- I, I, I'm not a big Spider-Man fan, so I don't really like this, but I think he's gay. So, I mean, they were only short of putting him in a fucking wheelchair as well yeah. and having him as a dwarf, you know what I mean, to, to really make him the ultimate minority, like, you know, that sort of way. But uh, no, they are sticking with Peter Parker. They are not making it an origin, and they are going right back. They're making him a young fella, like the way it, the way it's meant to be. Like he's, you know, he's meant to be only a, a, a kind of mid teenager, a sixteen, seventeen sort of thing, you know. So they are going right back. They're not giving you the origin, but they are going back and doing it kind of the way it should be done. Okay, which gives them more grounds. I think. I think the one of the only reasons I'm probably doing this it gives them more grounds to develop and bring them forward. You know that sort of way because the younger you bring them, you establish three films, then they're gonna go back and start everything again. Quite possibly, although now this might be the last time we see that scenario because that scenario was born out of the fact that there was the whole kind of use or lose a clause where Sony have the rights, but if they didn't, doesn't mean you have to start again. No, everybody knows Spider Man. Yeah, but you see, but what happened was the Spider Man three, the Sam Raimi one, was so fucking weak. That everybody kind of wants to wipe their hands clean of it. I mean, because by that same token, yeah, Nolan have didn't to have to go back and give us Batman's origin again. You know no, that sort of way. But it doesn't mean you have to go back and start like that. You just do that because mm. it's easy. Oh yeah, it is. And I suppose there like, is the argument that you're trying to hook in that next generation of fan who maybe doesn't know, which I mean is zero. You know that sort of because I mean every fucking kid who has you know a, a television like can watch Spider Man, can fucking what are you? Show me a picture of the boys from Entourage. Um, oh, on acid out in the Oh, in yeah, the in the desert. desert. Doing the Joshua Treaty, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I've, yeah, we started watching some Entourage again and as a bit of a prelude to the movie. But yeah, I Entourage do... Entourage has a lot to ask, answer for. They're bringing Aquaman to the big screen in real life. Yeah, true. Yeah, they they, they, they called that one a good few years back. Um, a bit of a difference between Vinny Chase and fucking your man Mumoza or whatever the fuck you call yeah. him. That big fucking dude, I don't know what. Don't even know. Was he an islander or something like that? He's kind of got that half cast look about him. He's the lad who's in charge of the horse people in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I know he's a Game of Thrones thing, but again, haven't watched that. But yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, that's my two cents on the whole thing. Yes, they do follow a set formula, like I say, much akin to a wrestling match or something like that. But again, that's that element of kind of controlled excitement where, you know, you get your high spots. You ultimately know, no matter how low the low spots are, that the, the bad guy is not going to prevail and that the good guys are going to win. And, you know, you need that a smidgen of predictability in these things in order to just to keep them forward. Because you don't need to be guessing, oh, hang on a minute, is Black Widow going to make a fucking heel turn or something like that and all? I don't think those films it's would benefit the from that. Best film of the, the 90s was The Usual Suspects. The biggest heel, one of the biggest heel turns going, The Sixth Sense. Biggest heel, one of the, again, one of the biggest. Ch- yeah, but things. Again, you're talking about you know a thriller and a well, I guess you could argue horror ish for six cents. The suspense is not a horror. Yeah, um, but like there's two very good examples, but two of probably I can't think of any more. Like you know, Fight Club. Uh, not really a heel, anti-hero. Yes, heel. Yes. No, it's, you know he's rebelling against the. You system didn't see it coming. Now. You see everything coming. No, in No, yeah, in you didn't see it. That that is very. Film. That is very. Yeah, but again, but I I think there is an element of that transparency that does make them as popular as they are. I don't know. People are stupid. Yeah, people do like to be spoon fed. That yeah. they are no brainer movies. There's no doubt about it. I'm not saying you're going to come out of this thing educated or feeling any any smarter than you went in, but you'll definitely come out with a bigger spring in your step, feeling a bit pumped, and you know after what you're saying. No, I don't get that from films. That's weird. Yeah, we see. That's why you're the minority. Yes. And I've just wasted my breath. <laughs> I'm not the minority. Well, clearly no, you are looking at the numbers um, some of these films are pulling in. Yeah, of people who watch films. Yeah. But, but again... And then you have how many my point being, nerds it, are going to go over and over and over again and give their hard-earned money yeah, there is, to these studios Yes, for, there is for that, that people going back. But again, if you want to just talk... I mean, okay. Nerds. You have Iron Man 3... And Avengers. Yeah, Iron Man 3, nobody should have gone to see after Iron Man 2. Like, no. You have to punish these people if they make yeah. something bad. But, Stop going. But the thing is, but there's two, I mean, two movies out of 20. Like, I punished Green Day. They made a shit album. I've stopped listening to them. Yeah, same here. But, uh, you know, but I, I would argue that they're pretty good odds. Like, two films out of 20 in history, like that, have grossed over a billion. And two of them are comic book movies. Yeah, but that's all that's made now. 
that's not it is it's all that's made for the summer but and the spring and the autumn yeah. these films are taking over everything they've been lined up for the next 24 years yeah but you see no I would argue yes and that's then fantasy all the, ones all the other films are keeping out of their way and they're saying we can't we can't compete, compete with that weekend guys, yeah. and everything now is an opening weekend so what, what, why be made yeah like, they're clogging up every weekend that's coming but see saying clogging up you're saying it's like a fucking it's dirty fucking shite in a toilet like it you is. know that sort of way it is these are good movies how many how many comic book movies have you seen too many <laughs> how many uh, more many, will you many, see I don't know that's will you go see problem. Avengers that's coming out like next week I don't know really yeah oh, disgraceful mm. fucking sacrilege no, need, to get, need to get Darren back on here need to <laughs> fucking back yeah. me up on this yeah but half the ones I've seen have been terrible I went to see the Fantastic Four. I've ne- never read a Fantastic Four thing before. And I went because you and Darren said it was a good thing to watch. Two of them were terrible. Well, I would argue that was Darren said that because I'm not a, Captain, Elect- I'm not a Fantastic Four fan. So it would have been Darren. Darren likes Fantastic Four. But uh, yeah, no, I will wholeheartedly... Spider-Man. All of them. No, <laughs> There'd the be four- one good one. The first one, the first Tobey Maguire one was good. The second one was arguably better than the first like with Doc Ock and that I thought I thought Doc Ock was like a really good character and that third one was absolute dog shit then the amazing Spider-Man I thought was a good you know thing back you know good journey back into it didn't need to see the origin again and all that sort of crack you know could have done without that and for that reason like I think again that two was potentially better than one like and as, as in what it gave you because the content yeah, wasn't so ghost yeah, well, there was a bit of that, but um, but yeah, no, there have been some stinkers. There's no denying it. Like there have definitely been some stinkers. Like I say, Ghost Rider, Catwoman, Electra, you know, Green Lantern, um, you know, the last Batman. If you took the terrible. the Marvel name off a lot of these films, and they weren't, they were just somebody invented these films and put them out there. Yeah. Nobody would watch them. Yeah, well, that they, is. They'd be the Ender's there, Game. There is that fact. There is that. That definitely rings true because I mean, I can remember all oh, years ago hearing that Robbie Williams song. Uh, I think it's called Rock DJ. One with no skin on. Yes, that was the one with the video, and I remember hearing that on the radio in a place I was working one time, and just remember listening to him, kind of going, "What?" Now, granted, this is not my cup of tea, but still. I remember listening to it and kind of going, what the fuck is that shite? Like, you know what I mean? And then to hear it was Robbie Williams, I was kind of, and then it became a really popular song. And it was one of those things where, again, it was um, that other song, um, I'm not sure what it was called, but it was like Bananas or something by Gwen Stefani. Again, if that was anybody but Gwen Stefani or anybody but mm. Robbie Williams, like those songs would have been panned as being just fucking shite. Like, but it was, it was the name. So, you know, there's always going to be that element of, name brand is what will drive something forward yes. partially and then it's the product itself then that'll carry it the rest of the way but yeah you're probably right in saying that half of these films wouldn't but that's no different than tagging on a director's name like why even bother letting you know who directed it then or who wrote it yeah especially with comic films that doesn't matter anymore no it doesn't make a hate for a difference but yeah. I'm talking about like if you want to talk about your is it Michael Crichton is that how you pronounce his name yes Um, or fucking Stephen King or um, who's the other the big fucking writer did the one that's a lot of his books have been adapted to film I don't know could be anything um, Hunt for Red October and that Tom Clancy Clancy like all like you know these names like, so all of a sudden it's, oh yeah this is a fucking film based on Tom Clancy's book or film based on Michael Crichton's book and all that sort of crack. like again you're, people are banking on that name recognition because the per- that person is known for doing good things and Marvel ultimately despite some of the misses they've had are known for doing good things and have put out some fantastic products and comics and stuff like that so no they haven't <laughs> they've half have been good half ha- haven't no I, I would argue more than half I could list more movies that were good like in common not just Marvel Marvel DC <laughs> fucking Vertigo name what you will you mean like the likes of Judge Dredd and all this sort of crack you know what I mean kick ass you know, these are, these are films that were all kind of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. These films were all based on comic Judge books. Dredd, that was terrible. Hmm? The other Judge Dredd, that was terrible. Yeah, but that was, again, you're talking mid-90s. This was back when everything was optioned out just to get films made, to bring in money and all. And they were all generally far, really far from the source material and just crap. Because like, the, the, com- 
like the the creators had no real control over them. It was like there was a Dolph Lundgren based Punisher back in the day, which was Punisher by name only. I'm not even sure if he was called Frank Castle in it, but it was technically Marvel's Punisher. You know that sort of way of stuff like that. But there's there's plenty of films that are I mean Thirty Days a Night, another really good fucking film, again based on a comic. You know what I mean? Okay, granted a lesser known comic than most of Marvel's titles. But there are plenty of really good movies that are based on comic books. And plenty of really bad ones. And not plenty, there's a lot, but there's not a majority, or not near half. There are. <laughs> Unless you can give me a fucking definitive list. You can't just sit the there Fantastic and say there Four, are. Catwoman, Electra. Yeah, no, we know all them. But Iron Man 2. Yeah, you probably couldn't name more than 20 bad, really bad. Now, I'm not about fucking. Yeah, but I'm not a comic book fan. I probably couldn't name more than 20 comic book characters. Yeah, but the films and the sequels they've spawned ain't been that bad, I don't think. Again, we're going to have to just agree to disagree. Yes, and agree that I'm right. And so am I. It's perfect. Yes. Right, so, um, Daredevil, again, as soon as we're talking about uh, all things wonderfully Marvel and DC, uh, Netflix released Daredevil last week. They did. And uh, you got around to watching a bit of it? Uh, two episodes. And what do you think? Well, probably, maybe, after I watch things ahead of it on the list, Right. We'll get around to watching the rest of it. Did you not think it was good? Did you not think it kind of it's dark, it's violent? It kind of breaks that what we know again. If Sons of Anarchy is dark and violent. Hmm? Sons of Anarchy is dark and violent. Yeah, Breaking Bad is dark. Did and you violent. not like the choreograph, the choreography in it, the fight scenes and all? Or did that very kind of raidish? You know that sort of way. Uh, yeah, but if I want to watch raid-based fights, I'll watch the raid. If you've seen the raid, yes. So you do not want some original content with the potential of getting some of those fight scenes uh, and you get to see Rosario Dawson which is always a bonus yes and Vampire Jessica who's that? the red-headed chick she's a vampire in True Blood ah okay I didn't watch True Blood so yes. you watch yeah, fight she, scenes in that she has that pasty fucking look yes. about her right yeah looks like she yeah um, no uh, I'm uh, enjoying I'm no overall gra- Daredevil is something I, I don't care about why though? Well, like, what would make yeah, you care like, let's no, just say what would make no you care no interest in uh, but have you got an interest in a well I guess I probably bought a Californian based gun running biker gang yes like you know what that's makes more you realistic really yes <laughs> come on there's no way IRA, IRA affiliated California no gun runners Sons of Anarchy is more realistic than Daredevil a blind the fact that none liar. of them can shoot for shit they, they seem to be able to fall off motorbikes and just stand yes. back up with not a fucking mark on them they're driving they're, they're, around they're the whole brother the whole they're, they're driving around and fucking the cleanest white runners and t-shirts I've ever <laughs> seen like you know what I mean there's nothing realistic about Sons of Anarchy they're on motorbikes like and we actually have motorbikes in this world that's about the only realistic thing about it. No, but what would draw you? What would be the draw then for you? Say you take Sons of Anarchy, right? Or um, that, um, what was the Western one you watched? Deadwood. Deadwood. Yes. What would be the draw to Deadwood as opposed to... Realistic characters. Like a blind Batman-style lawyer. Yeah. That's not going to exist. You know, okay, take it, okay, let's just say, forget the blind part. Mm. Everything else that happens could happen yeah but only happens because he's blind and he's Superman with his hearing and his fighting skills but that well part, his fighting skills ain't that he's not I mean let's say the boy takes a couple of lickings yeah you know that's what I liked about it was that he's not this untouchable kind of just you know jumping around not getting hit like you know but he's, he's the fight scenes are very hard hitting in it they're always just super intelligent super fighting like nobody's like that I yeah, but nobody's a super bike driving, super shooting. Jacks is gun runner. Yeah, but you see, this is what I'm saying. I think it just boils down to personal taste. Like nobody. I mean, I, I again. I we, we spoke with this. I haven't watched Deadwood, but I'm sure what's fucking Ian McShane super at doing in that? Is he super badass fucking sheriff or something? Is he or no? He's a he's a pimp. Okay, so he's he's got a super pimp. Says cocksucker a lot. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying, but like, the, like realistically, none of these shows are realistic. None of these shows are true. I mean, it's like you, you what your CSI is or your um, what's that, SV, Law and Order yeah. and all this. No case is ever open and shut like that. And no. like, you know, nobody ever kind of like, half of these guys go in and they fucking, when they know they've got the guy, give it a big speech and only sort of like dropping the microphone and walking off. Like, you know, I doubt. Taking off their sunglasses. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, multiple pairs of sunglasses. It doesn't happen like that. So, again, the element of non realism, it's a, it's a bit of a void argument when you're talking about TV or, or film. 
Like none of them are even the films I, based on true stories have exaggerations within them to make them more palatable to an audience. Yeah, but I prefer kind of a stuff that happens in the real world rather than these made up half destroyed New York superhero lands and nobody nobody really cares like that New York was destroyed. And, uh, well, they do mention they made it there. One, one comment. Yeah, but it was enough. It was just a nod. That's all they needed. You know, that's how I let you know. Yeah, we're part of the same universe here. You know, yeah. we acknowledge the that. Have been banging on that somebody blew up a couple of buildings twelve years ago, but they're not going to forget that quickly that New York was destroyed. No, but that's what I'm saying. It is a long time ago because I mean, well, I had a on my list there. It yes. was, what time? What year was? Uh, it's not that long ago. Avengers 2012, three years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, and that big space turtle did a lot of damage. Oh, yeah, of course it did. I mean, you're talking fucking ground zero mm. type damage. Like. Yeah. Well, and, and worse, like, how many... They're not wondering about all the dead people. They don't mention that. Just, no, we lost a couple of buildings. Yeah, but maybe you could argue that none of the characters we're, we're looking at have lost anybody. Because there wasn't that many people die. Okay, look at it. Not, not, not a space turtle. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, but like, we, there's no confirmed you body you count. You didn't see it because you couldn't because these are films that everybody has to see. These are PG films. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, it's just because you don't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. No, but at best, how many died in nine eleven? Three thousand. Three thousand. Okay, so let's even fucking. There better be at least a million people dead. Yeah, let's even quadruple that, right? And you're still only, you know. In fucking minuscule numbers, as far as a city with the population of New York yeah, is concerned. Well, I want at least a million people to have died. How many people live battle? in New York? Well, well in ten, Manhattan. Ten, ten to twelve million. Yeah, so even a million's a drop in the pond, really, isn't it? Yeah, all, all that happened is like apartments became available. Like these friends, you know, they, they could all get an apartment each. Yeah. They could out of friends and all. They never had to, they had to stop sharing, like you know. But I don't know. I mean, again, it just boils down to the fact that I think it's just. It's not even so much a thing of comic book movies, it's just personal taste then really. Yeah. Because there's some stuff that you'd watch that I you know, I could use your own arguments back at you, like I say, about the whole Sons of Anarchy and them driving around and all the stuff that goes on in that. Completely unrealistic, never gonna happen. Every one of them would be dead. You know, that sort of way. That that's it. There would be no show after it's season two, maybe. They'd be all dead. Every one of them is dead. <laughs> yeah, but it took them all like fucking seven seasons or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. But the the shield. I like the shield. The shield was realistic. Yeah, see again, I never watched that. That was the, the cop show with yeah. the the thing. The thing, yeah, from Fantastic Four. Yeah, again, I just I would just argue that all these shows there's a, there's that element of exaggeration, and that's it. You just have to take it with a pinch of salt. Of course, it is what you're it not going to watch a show about cops. They're sitting around for yeah. twelve hours 12 watching, hours. watching a gaff eating donuts. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So therefore, it's the same with the superhero movies. Who wants to see the you know all right fighting sighted guy? picking yeah. on get lads but getting his arse handed to him half the time like nobody wants to see that everybody wants to see that and the blind thing is just a daredevil thing so like that's not applicable obviously to all superheroes but the whole like I'm just tracking them down and fucking he's a kick ass fighter and all this art crack like that's what people want to see that's the escapism of it all yeah the escapism that everybody that this guy is always they're always super intelligent everything works out for them him and Batman well I wouldn't call him super intelligent well, he's, he's obviously he, clever. He passed the bar or whatever they call yeah, it to be a lawyer. They're always the top lawyers in their class. But he's hardly top. I mean, look at the office they're working out of on him and Foggy. They're not top lawyers in anybody's class. Yeah, it doesn't matter where they're working. Like, they're always they're always winning their cases. Oh, yeah. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah, but it shouldn't. Yeah, okay, and maybe I have, so. that, I have that problem with uh, uh, Blue Bloods as well. The, oh, Tom Selleck, is yeah. it? One of his kids is a lawyer and she's always winning. Like that's not realistic yeah yeah but if a program is based in reality like say Blue Bloods well then yes I'm in wholeheartedly agreeing with you and saying that yeah you know what I mean we should see losses yeah, we should see that's why I don't watch death it. and how it affects people and blah 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 and all but in a fantasy realm no everybody you know wants the plus you know what I mean and that sort of thing they don't shouldn't get it yeah, if you don't want it, then watch a drama movie. Go watch the fucking imitation game where the guy ends up killing himself at the end because he's chemically castrated. <laughs> Go watch that shit if you want to be fucking depressed after watching a film. Well, it's not depressing. It's realistic. It's realistic, but it ain't fucking uplifting. Let's put it that way. But life isn't uplifting. But that's what these are for. It's I'm escapism. Not. It's about re- it's about forgetting your shit for an hour and a half or two hours or an hour if you're talking about a TV show and just r- relaxing and unwinding and watching it. Like I watch 
watch Flash, I watch Arrow and stuff like that. And again, you know, you just sit back, you enjoy them, you get an hour's TV, forget about fucking what happened at work, forget about fucking that argument with the missus, forget about the kids wrecking your head or what Bill just came in the door that morning. And you just relax for an hour and you watch it. I don't want to have the missus wrecking me head, the kids doing me head and that Bill that came in the door and then be watching the guy getting chemically castrated, like, you know, that sort of way. No, thanks. I'll stick with me comic book movies. And you won't. No. Right, so, well, that's all my comic banter. You did mention Game of Thrones, actually. That's back to a fifth season now. Yes. Um, doing very well by all accounts. I don't know why. Really? <laughs> do you not watch it? I do. Okay. Well, I keep saying I'm going to stop watching it. Oh, really? There's too many stories. Yeah, see, like, that's what... It's about six, maybe seven different yeah. things happening. Like, yeah, it's yeah, all these families, isn't yeah. it? Clans or families or something like that. Yeah, and there's, there's something happening in the north. There's something happening on the island with the... The chick and the... Dragons. Yeah, and the, he used to be married to the horse guy from earlier. Is he a horse guy in that? Not half a horse. He used to ri- be in charge of the horse oh, people. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, because I, I did watch... I think I watched about four episodes of season one. Uh, must be about two years ago. Like, back when people kind of start raving about it. I kind of went, yeah, you know, I'm going to give this a watch. And that's exactly what put me off it. It yeah, was... There's too much. There was too many generic-looking characters. Bard the dwarf and the horse guy, if you want to call him, and the blonde <laughs> chick who was pawned off to the horse guy. Bard them. The dwarf. <laughs> he was stuffed in a crate. They were selling him somewhere undercover. And he was stuffed in a crate, giving out, saying, have you ever have to ram your old shit out of a hole in a crate? <laughs> he's there. The guy he's talking to him. I had to pick up your shit and throw it overboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, Bard those three characters, the rest of them were all the same. Yeah. And but just because you were giving me different names and places and shields and oh this is fucking this blah 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 and this is that and all this was the thing that put me off at the start I watched it and I kind of went no you know what I really don't have the interest in trying to track and follow all these generic looking Lord of the Rings extras basically is yes. what it fucking looked like and I just I, that's what I gave up and I kind of went eh but with all the hype I kind of have thought about once or twice kind of saying you know there's only 10 or so episodes a season I'm kind of going, oh, maybe I'll go back and give it a watch but ultimately uh, that that same thing is just hanging there I just can't it, I've no interest nothing's drawing me into it but I mean again somebody's watching it because um, the season 5 it came back there on the 12th of April and it had it's uh, 6.64 is that would that be a million wouldn't it viewers is that all is that low I'd, I'd, I would think so. Well, it's, it's entirely billion, is it? I wouldn't say it's billion, but that's not... Well, all I know is that the, what I've wrote down here is the viewership grew from... It's originally, it was 2.22, and it's now up at 6.64. Right. So, like, whatever we're talking, whether that's fucking inches, millions, or fucking quadrillions, that still it has, like, arguably just under tripled its viewership numbers yeah, it got its highest ever which was uh, episode 7 of season 4 for some reason was a 7.20 alright so I don't know like I said I'm not being on me telly shit so I don't know what the fuck that equates to but it equates to growth yes. <laughs> tripling of its viewership so I mean like I say whether it's bandwagon or whether it's just growing a fan base people are watching this show they are they're not understanding it but they're watching yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> there could be a bit of that going on yeah <laughs> Hence, you need the simplicity of a good Marvel show. Yes. <laughs> As well, the, the last episode of Breaking Bad rocked in at ten and a half million people. Okay, so maybe 6.64 is million people because I can't imagine it's bringing in more than the finale of a big show like that. No. On a weekly basis. Breaking Bad, the rest of the way through it until people, the last season or two when people start loving it yeah. was only two million yeah so maybe that 6.64 is million could be that's a lot though you know what I mean I would well I mean when you said only I would have considered that a lot I don't know shit about what's good or bad numbers but to have 6 million people right. tune in on a weekly basis rock up with a name of another TV show we see how many people watch it um Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's not very good <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. rocks in around the... Started off at 12 million. Whoa, really? Yeah, and it's down to 
the end of the first season, five and a half. Yeah, I'd say it's down again, isn't it? Oh, no, maybe, no, I'm actually going to argue it's back up because season two apparently was went, pretty decent. Went up to just under six and is now down to four. Right, yeah, so it's bouncing around. So, yeah, it's... Yeah. And that's, like, I wouldn't... I, I, I gave up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I didn't particularly enjoy it. It wasn't great at all. Yeah, good. It was... Um, I gave up on after four episodes. What? I gave up on after four episodes. Yeah, I wasn't far behind myself. I think it was about six episodes in, seven tops, and I gave up on it. Now, that being said, I did give up on Flash after about three episodes, three, four episodes, and it was only at the willing of a friend telling me how good it was that I went back to it. And I'm glad I did, because I do really enjoy it now. But, uh, but it, again, like that, it's very formulated. It's very villain of the week. Like, here's your bad guy. How do I defeat him? Um, I actually, the... The episode 19 of it, I think it was, uh, Beth from The Walking Dead was in it. All right. She played Queen Bee in it. But uh, it was good to see her popping back up on telly. Yes. Actually playing somebody her age this time. <laughs> I prefer when she was playing a 14-year-old that Daryl was after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, poor creepy Daryl. <laughs> yeah, that's, that whole storyline made sense for her actual age, but no sense for the age she was meant to be in the show. Which it's they never really tell you, I don't think. But you have to assume she's playing, you know, late teens at best. Like, yeah. What have you got for us? Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, that's Well, I mean, okay, based on the numbers you just told me about the different things, uh, that's got to be up around, I'm going to say, closer to fucking... I don't even know if this is possible. I'm probably talking ridiculous numbers here. 15? Yeah, generally around... 17 for the first one really? and 15 and a half for the last one wow and sticking between 13, 14, 15 all the way through that's what I'm saying well, that, no, they're yeah, numbers so, and HBO and their Game of Thrones at 6 yeah yeah but I know, I know, I I know you have to pay for HBO but still am I mistaken in saying that isn't Walking Dead actually setting records uh, for what viewership numbers I don't know I think it is I again like I said I mean me not being I don't live in TV land like I will download show TV shows and watch them I don't sit down and watch TV and don't generally understand the whole thing of viewership numbers and ratings and whatnot. but if I'm not mistaken I do think Walking Dead has set some records for highest viewership of a season opener and a closer and general numbers and whatnot. I don't know but they're big numbers. I mean, well, let's go off Game of Thrones, which is riding high at the moment. Yes. And I mean, it's less than half of what Walking Dead is bringing in for your average night. Yes. So I'm going to assume that it is. Right, that's enough TV talk. I think it's time for some movies. What do you reckon? I think so. It's that time, people. The movie box of doom. Oh. Hey, I'm going to do this in one sentence. We watched National Lampoon's Vegas Vacations. Do not watch it. That's the end of that. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah, I can wholeheartedly concur that 1997's Vegas vacation so bad they took off the National Lampoons they didn't even put yeah. their name to it. it was that bad it, had a, it was Chevy Chase I'd have taken my name off the film as well but get this you don't have too long to wait my good man for the next down uh, I'm not watching it they are making a movie it's made should I say it's coming out in July called Vacation alright um, it's got that guy is it Ed Holm is that his name or Ed something Helms. like that he's so, from in, yes. the office, in the office yes He's playing Rusty. Okay. He now has a family. Okay. Uh, married to possibly Christina Applegate, if I remember correctly. Married. Tor comes into this somewhere along the line. Chris Hemsworth's in it. If he's married to Christina Applegate and her dad is Ed Bundy, maybe I will watch. No, Chevy Chase is still in it. Well, obviously he's Rusty's yeah. dad. You, you got, yeah, if you bring in, if you you bring in Ed O'Neill, yeah. But somewhere along the line, uh, Chris Hemsworth is in this as well, somewhere along right. the line. Um, like, but Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo are both back. Um, your man Ed Helms, as you're calling him, is playing Rusty. He's bringing his family to Wally World, so they're going right back to the start of the whole thing okay. of vacation. So I have to say, because I think the idea of it, it is basically just the, the road trip movie. It's, it's one of the original road trip movies. And instead of it being a buddy movie, they threw in the dynamic of a family. And I mean, it worked with fucking Meet the Millers or Where the Millers or whatever you call it there about a year or so ago. It kind of worked again. That got kind of good response. So why not go back to try it and test it kind of family dynamic and, of... And Christina Upgrade is uh, sexy. Yeah, like she's Jennifer so, Aniston. She's hot shit. <laughs> But, um, yeah, the thing that bugged me where Vegas Vacation was... It, it wasn't funny. Yeah, it was just... They kept just trying to set up cheap pops that mm. ultimately fell flat on their face. Like, the whole bit in the Hoover Dam, 
him kind of getting lost yeah. and sidetracked and then ends up kind of crawling through tunnels like the fugitive and all and yeah, then Tommy Lee Jones is chasing yeah him. and then inexplicably for no reason decides to climb a pylon and all like I mean there's again you want to talk about realism in films I mean I know this is a wacky comedy and all but there's no way he's climbing that fucking pylon like no. it was just a setup for him to go sliding down the, the cable breaks blah 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 but, but I thought he was going to be climbing the dam I didn't think he was going to when he's old, like, oh, I'm yeah, climbing now. It's not now. that tall, like, you yeah. know, that's all right. It's not that high and all. Yeah, I know, it made no fucking sense, but all the setups were there and ultimately all the gags were just fucking terrible. And then the cheap get out at the end of they get the winning ticket off some dude who fucking dies and then Rusty just miraculously seems to have won four cars like luckiest money. He wouldn't have been given a sweet. Yeah. He'd have been dragged out the back of a hotel and had his legs broke for fixing shit because they'd have assumed yeah, that... By, by Sonny Corleone. Yeah, nobody's that fucking lucky that they're winning four fucking cars like, you know, that sort of way. Like, oh, there was nothing about it that made any sense or was even remote funny it no. was absolutely fucking terrible and I do like the Vacation franchise I, yeah, not anymore well not for that one Vacation can be the nail in the coffin or it can be the Redeemer but we leave it at that I'll just hit you with some numbers believe it or not I had a budget of 25 million okay why I have no idea because I, I have to assume what those cars at the end are just rentals so I <laughs> unless they literally bought those four cars at the end one of them was only an old fucking saloon or something though like so I don't know, but... Uh, if uh, uh, Rusty didn't get kicked out of the casino, they're going to kick Affleck out for counting cards. Yeah, and they're going to leave that boy yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. He's the luckiest motherfucker in the world. Like, has mobsters and all, just take them under his wing. But uh, a May at 36.5 million. Yeah, because people go to see it because it's a National Lampoon thing. But this was the thing. It wasn't. But National Lampoon's Chevy Chase is in it. Yeah. And it's the characters, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You know it's bad when National Lampoon's pulled their name from it. But then uh, Rotten Tomatoes, critics? None. 13%. No, that's 13 height on Paul Blart. Yes, which I'm <laughs> delighted to say Paul Blart too. Sitting there at a big fat fucking zero. Good. Kevin I, I James don't, is trying to review his own yeah, films. I don't get this fucking, this whole people love to put on this likability factor of Kevin James. I don't get it. No. I, don't, I don't find him funny. I don't find yeah, that he does I don't funny. find him funny. I don't find... Uh, the chick version funny either Melissa McCarthy. no I don't get this whole kind of oh look he's he's this fat guy and he's funny because yeah. like, he's funny because he, he's, he's fat nearly he's like. as fat as he wants yeah. he's not funny no it's terrible um, but the users surprisingly higher 52% oh stoned it's, yeah. it's him he, he hired a bunch of people yeah it's, it's like that fucking that, that message we just got on Instagram somebody trying to sell us followers on Instagram yeah. uh, speaking We're of Rotten Tomatoes and the followers. users giving uh, their opinion we as of this week will be on both Rotten Tomatoes and IMDB uh, you search us up you'll find it's under Emerald Reprobates we'll be putting in adequate reviews of every movie we've seen and possibly James can be talking to doing up a, a write up for them Yes. Okay. So they will rate be, every movie. The yeah. review would be the write up. Well, no, they, they do like a stars, like a 10 out of 10. A rating. Out of five. Well, a rating and then a review. So that's we we will be doing that from here on in. Right, starting with Vegas Vacation. So now, here we are. Give it a shake and pull out something for next week. That's a cheeky bit of a smirk on his face. It's the, it was the trilogy. Okay. It's the third part. We've seen one of them already out oh. of the box. Really? Yeah. A trilogy. We've seen one part out of the box. Oh. Drawing a blank here now. I mean, we are talking fifty-one movies in. Yes. Um, how recently did we see this? Just not that long ago. Okay. Mad Max. No. Oh. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> um, I don't. Too, I don't know. There's too many films. There's even. a bunch of. Not kickboxer. No, not kickboxer. Oh, Jesus Christ! Thank God again. Well, the right idea, though. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I don't he, know. One of the, the kickboxer was in this. The original kickboxer. Yeah. Van Damme. Death Wish guy was in this. Which one? Bronson. Uh, not Bronson. Uh, one of the ones that got his rape on. Oh no. yeah, it was uh, not, no, Fishburne. It's not, it's not Dead Wish. It's uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Delta Force. Oh, Chuck. Yeah. Oh, Expendables. Yes. Really? Which one? Three. Oh no, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, this 
probably the worst one out of the lot. Uh, okay. Yeah, not, not, not a bunch of films that get better. No, I, no I, I will say one and two, guilty pleasure. They're aiming for what they are. They're a no-brainer guilty pleasure. The this bo- is the one where you have Thor, Thor's brother, bone up the hill. Yeah. Okay, I'll to give up. Yeah, and then, um, you know, they bring in the whole, the most ridiculous montage of collecting up the new team. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure a bunch of phone calls would have done the same thing, yeah. like, you know. And slice, they, slice at in the recliner. Yeah, the fact that they hire Ronda Rousey on her ability to beat up two drunk guys <laughs> into a Merc squad who's going to be shooting guns and all was just inexcusable. I, I don't care. They could have given her a better intro <laughs> than that. Uh, the only thing, saving grace in this one that was its high point was Antonio Banderas was hilarious in this film chasing around trying to get on the team like really wanting yes. in on it like he was very funny in this I do like him Expendables 5 will have a paid fan sand in it yes quite possibly right so Expendables 3 not the worst movie to come no. out do you know what actually when I was comprising the list um, going back over it it's amazing how much time has gone between some of these films we've watched but yet they feel very recent, like, you know, there's some of them popping up and I was kind of going, that couldn't have been, like, on episode 14 that we pulled that out. Ago. Like, yeah, you know, so it was really weird, like, because it seems really recent in memory. But anyway, Expendables 3, I'll take it. You have no choice. I don't do it. Well, you do, you can veto it. No, no, that, yeah, that's, I'm not doing that. Actually, funny, yeah, one of the Harry Potters, I'm not sure if it was that one that crossed over a billion got vetoed by us last yeah. year. So uh, no, it was one of the way back ones when they're, oh, they're was kids. It? I was going to say, there's no accounting for taste and money then, is there, you know? Right, so um, we're an hour in. Want to leave it at that or keep going? I will leave it at that. Okay, fair enough. I think you've heard us giving out enough of me trying to convince James to watch comic book movies. Right, so for me, Derek, it's goodbye. And for me, James, goodbye. Jog on. <laughs>